As the 70s roll in, stability around the world has never been as shaky. Interplanetary alliances join together to seek ideological supremacy across both planets. Cultural shifts are uprooting norms that have been in place for centuries. Technological shifts have been changing how the world itself functions. As these shifts occur, life continues in the seed bearer region, where a seemingly random group of people have come together to try and make sense of the nonsensical. This is Hazeltown Story. All right, so we have, uh, I guess, our third entry in the uh, series of We Didn't Start the Fire. It's technically the title of this, but uh, what these are are the uh, Lola gets poked for more questions about since this technically place takes place in the real world. Yeah. And I good title. I, I answer questions based on that kind of on a whim or if I have had the th forethought to think about that before, I will answer the question. Man, or I will make like something that, up at the spot. <laughs> the title like that, you could write an isekai. Yes, it, it's not long enough. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that is what we are, what, that's what this episode is going to be about. Um, last couple ones we did mostly dealt with uh, history of like the stuff of the worlds that take place in Hazeltown universe. First one was basically going up to what is equivalently the 1800s. Uh, the last episode we did of this kind of went up from the 18, mid 1800s to current day. Uh, so we're kind of just actually talking about current day uh, Hazeltown story in uh, this episode, which um, if you are not familiar with the lore of Hazeltown story, it is rough the year that this takes place in is 2070, which is equivalent to 1970. Uh, give or take a few years in terms of technology wise, but I would guess socially slash history wise, it is 1970. Uh, give yeah. or take a few decades in certain things because some things didn't happen, which makes things a little interesting. Culturally, we are the 70s. Culturally and aesthetically, we are the 70s. Yes. Sort of. Sort of. Uh, so given that we, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have a good way to, uh, to uh, gun that. So we didn't really have a specific thing. So does, um, what exactly, like what exactly, how should we start this off? I guess let's start off with the spheres of influence and like nail down, like what is the general, what is the current political climate of the two planets? at the time of where our plot is. Okay. So I guess we'll kind of start closer to where, well, we'll start basically where Hazeltown store. Well, Hazeltown is, uh, I've, I need to sit down and actually come up with the names of the specific, uh, countries or nations within the seed bearer union, because, uh, the seed bearer union itself was a, essentially a collection of tribes that kind of, throughout the years uh, conglomerated into a single, a single entity, or at least not a single entity, but like a federation uh, similar ahead. in case to uh, the Iroquois or the Haudenosaunee, uh, those, but also like the Western Confederacy. Uh, if you're familiar with native American uh, politics, I guess uh, kind of something like that. I have not, <laughs> Uh, this is something I do on the side of my main job, so uh, yeah. forgive me for not having some uh, specifics in that mind. But uh, essentially, they the Seed Bear Union is part of a larger. Um, with this being 1970, I'll phrase it like this: uh, the Cold War is technically still going is not still going on. It is is kind of at the height of it. Um, there is still. Uh, if we were forgive a gross miss or gross oversimplification of the Cold War, uh, but essentially you have uh, more communist side versus capitalist side, uh, at least in our Cold War, uh, with you know primarily Russia and primarily, for lack of a better term, the NATO unit or the NATO countries uh, being the main like factions of the Cold War. I know that is a very gross oversimplification of it. But uh, as comparison to that, 
Uh, in Hazeltown's story, the Cold War is a little bit different because there is a three major factions instead of two. Uh, you still have um, what, it, for lack of a better, t I don't because the NATO doesn't make sense in this because it's not not North Atlantic um, because it is more than just uh, you're mostly Britain and France from Europe are the major players in that side. Um, Italy is an interesting case because thinking of history of Italy and the fact that we did not have World War II, I'm putting Italy on the back burner for now. Oh, right. I forget <laughs> we didn't have World War II. Yeah. So that gets a little interesting. Uh, of the European, let's say Western European powers, Britain and France are the major players uh, in terms of that side. Uh, the United States... <laughs> Uh, is also on that side uh, for colored coding. We're going to call these the blue countries. Uh, Japan also is a member of that group uh, because they, because Japan didn't uh, essentially get impeded by, uh, let's say, uh, U.S. and European influence because they had their mindset elsewhere. Uh, Japan is a lot stronger than it was at that time. But uh, also, it is interesting. The Japan itself, because the way that I see Japan going was it was, if you think about 19, like early 1900s of Japan, uh, right when they had their big nationalism boom, uh, there is also the uh, influence of, like, say, Japanese uh, industry at that point. Uh, and since Japan at that point was bouncing between two different planets, uh, Japan actually being the first uh, country to on its own kind of backward or kind of reverse engineer, reverse engineer a teleport from the from one planet to another. Uh, so they kind of had interplanetary, uh, let's say, industry and just that on their mind. Uh, and the leader of the uh, Remian side or the other planet basically really wanted that industry to survive. And they felt that uh, if uh, the nationalist kind of thing was going on, that was kind would kind of interfere with kind of relations with other countries. So uh, kind of industry won out on that aspect. So they are still didn't get defeated in World War Two, but simultaneously did not have quite as big of a nationalism push. My God, this is how we know it's fiction. The, the industrialist side is the fascist. I for yeah, it is basically the industrialists are like they are a major industrialist um, nation at this point. So they are also involved with this. Uh, I'm trying to think of who like they're the major um, also. Uh, Nova Britannia, which is essentially the North, like basically Canada, for lack of a better term, uh, also is a member of that, although they're not as huge of a player. The US, Japan, uh, Britain and France are kind of the major players there. Uh, red side, you obviously have both Russias because there are technically two Russias. Uh, they are the actual like original Russia. You also have the Russian colony that was on Remius, which due to, uh, let's call it uh, philosophical differences, uh, maybe if split off, kind of, they are having a, let's say, a um, creative differences with their with each other. Like leftist infighting. <laughs> yeah, it, it is leftist infighting, uh, basically, which is why uh, those the. There's two arms, but essentially they are technically allied, although, you know, they are basically as allied as much as they don't like the West or whatever the best term for that is. Um, they also have inf they have some slight influence in Europe. They have uh, basically what what is the Castle Rock Republic, which is uh, something that I we didn't really talk about, uh, which is. Um, how on Romulus, which is basically our Earth, uh, there is a lot mostly it is mostly human. However, there are certain popu there are some populations of dragons within Earth. Uh, Iceland 
Well, essentially, is our Iceland or not Iceland? Got, I keep on getting confused. Greenland. Uh, they are actually uh, on the side of Russia because I figure uh, they probably don't like uh, Britain that much, considering all of Britain lore of them going against dragons. So that's more of a haha thing than a actual. I don't know. I just thought oh, there's that. Um, to be fair, never trust a dragon. Yeah, and there's also uh, on the Remian, mostly on the Remian side that, oh, oh, also uh, China is also uh, another major player on the uh, red side, which, you know, uh, due to some uh, slight differences in history, uh, Mao Zedong ended up dying uh, in a uh, shootout and is led by someone different who is a little bit more, uh, let's just say the Great Leap Forward didn't happen and some other things. So basically they are still a communist nation, but like they are actually more, I would say traditional, uh, maybe like closer to, uh, I guess, Leninist or not so much Stalinist, uh, more close to the Lenin side. They didn't do the per the, the they didn't do the purges and didn't starve a bunch of people. Let's yeah, the, the Great Leap Forward didn't happen. The landlord thing might have happened still, but I mean, okay, they so probably you... still. I mean, the century of humiliation probably still happened, as far as everything we've seen. So possibly, yeah. but that also is something that unfortunately is kind of in the back burner because it doesn't have anything to do with the current plot. I mean, given everything you said before and how a lot of things still played out the same, the Century of Humiliation would have still largely been applicable. Oh, the Century, yeah. yes. The, like, the, like, early 1900s and all that? Uh, 1800s to 1800s. early 1900s. Oh, yeah, that, that absolutely still happened. Yeah, because that was one of the big pushes for the Communist Party in China. Oh, like, uh, Britain kind of messing, like, the opium trade and all yeah, that? Yeah, oh, wars. it was a lot of things, like the Sino-Japanese yeah. Wars also. Yes, that, that all happened. Again, there's a reason it's called the century of humiliation. Yeah, yeah. They, China had it bad for a long time. <laughs> yes. And they still are that like, well, that happened. I'll just say that. So Russia and China are the major players on like the Re or Romulan side. Uh, the Remian, uh, which are by the, U the URSS. Uh, which is the United Arabian Social States, are kind of the major player there. They have influence in a few other countries, like, say, Life's Canopy. Um, they are one of the major players in the war uh, in the uh, northeast of the country, or the northeast of the planet, which are the, the uh, countries specifically that were of the Heaven's Harf region. Uh, which are which those three countries are March Nord, uh, Valle Bianca, and Mane Solis. Although they more have the March Nord, I you know sometimes you make a name and you kind of can't remember where you got the name from. Yeah, March Nord, which I think is German. Yes, uh, but yes, they there are some countries there. They actually have quite a bit of land. Looking at. Uh, the map that I've made, uh, they actually have a primary, like they have a good portion of uh, the eastern side of the map. So they are uh, both the, uh, I should also say, speaking of the Remian side, which is the side that, you know, Hazeltown and the Sea Bearer, the Sea Bearer is on. I keep on getting my tabs confused. Uh, as not to be surprised, uh, the region of, uh, or, Ashai Shima is Japanese controlled uh, and they all uh, Japan and Mani Solis. Mani Solis is basically now at this point a puppet state of Japan. So Japan actually has a large portion of uh, or is the main sphere of influence for a good chunk of uh, that planet as well. So there is uh, a good amount of fighting between the blue and red. However, there is also the green which is basically the faction that is uh, the Lochian or the former Locution. I've now changed the name to Lochian because uh, the name Locus actually didn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, so basically every other country uh, is 
a member or basically supported by the uh, Lochian Empire, which is if you remember the lore, it is the essentially the Lochian Empire is the race that of the kind of shapeshifter people that have kind of been keeping an eye, basically the forebearers or the forerunners. I forget which term it is, but uh, they basically have been keeping an eye on, the, on both planets. They basically had a massive amount of technological advantage for a good majority of time. Uh, they primarily have been propping up a lot of former colonies. Uh, for example, uh, on the Romulan side, they are supporters of uh, essentially the I have what I've currently called the organization of uh, African unity. So they've basically gotten a lot of former African, well, not former African, they're still African uh, nations and basically have come up with essentially a uniting entity to basically give them a lot more power. Uh, so I'm going to say more le less of more. like more of like, oh, hey, do you want weapons so that America and others don't come out on come down on you here yes. and not unless here do no. this instead? Just give no, it, it is. Hey, do you want help? With, like, do you like do you need assistance? You figure this out on your own. We will make it. We will try and help you if you if someone tries to mess with your stuff. Yeah, I'm just I'm just heading that off at the past. No, it, it, no it is. The, it is the they are not like a pup like there. It's not puppet state and colonization. It is. Hey, we want to make sure that a lot of countries that were formerly colonized have the ability to become uncolonized. Have some guns. So when they come back, when they try to make another run at you, they if they if they come here, we will help. Uh, like they are also doing that with India, for example. Uh, but then also uh, the sea bear is a huge part of that. Wait, wait, uh, you, did India get partitioned into Afghanistan and India as well, or is it still just one giant India? That's a good question. That is a uh, I'll come if I need to go to that region, I will come up with it because that is, again, a uh, that is a that is a good question. Yeah, again, sorry to spring that on you, but it's like, wait, it is like, on. OK, what is where is Pakistan and all that? But also yeah, I was going like, to say, did you mean Pakistan carnival? Right. But also that entire region, because also it's like, well, what happened with the Ottoman Empire and all those like we're not talking about we're not bringing up the I country here yet, because that's still yeah. Yeah, a good no, question. We're not going to the, the the Middle East crisis is not is technically that could happen. I haven't thought about it yet because <laughs> I have other things to worry about. Not that that's gonna... not important, but man, I that. This ain't my major job. This is a scope issue. If it becomes important, worry about it then. Uh, <laughs> laughs nervously. So, yes. Uh, so, Seed Bear is big in that uh, formation, too. So, they are part of the green. So, uh, to kind of wrap the question around. Oh, actually, I should mention before going back to Europe. Uh, there is essentially a line of countries that are basically are supported by uh, or basically members or basically a part of the green faction. And if I look at the map, let me just go ahead because there is essentially a metaphorical, like, I guess, I don't know if Iron Curtain would be the right word, but there is definitely a line, although it is not so much a broad red blue line. It is a green line that basically is the division of like that so we're going to sit so it is the nordics so let's call this so of europe the ones that are supported by the Luchian empire are let's see finland sweden norway denmark germany austria belgium netherlands uh, oh no i need to zoom in a little bit more just to play it safe so going down so denmark germany austria uh switzerland well switzerland is I don't know if Switzerland technically would be because I think that there'd still be neutral. But yes. Um, OK, that's a actually interesting dividing line, because I guess technically it would stop at Italy, because you also then you're going down into Slovenia and Croatia. And that's that. I feel like those would be more on the red side. But yes, 
you do also have so there are some european countries that are more supported by the green side uh germany is a major one but also the nordics uh and then basically again you'd have anything to the east of that is supported by essentially uh red anything east of, or west of that is blue so you'd have france uh spain is also an interesting question yeah that was a fun little test bed for world war ii yeah uh work say spain is also in an interesting state of flux right there as well as italy okay but what yeah. about finland uh finland uh so finland is green supported i imagine they're probably not too happy with russia i mean given their repeated wars yeah yeah so they are they are supported by Dolichians because they aren't allying with they aren't allying with russia so there's essentially a rundown of your major spheres of influence the winter war was a good time yeah yes yes (laughs) um yeah so i that's kind of at least there um I guess if we're talking spheres of influence, it might be noted, like, since we are talking about the fact that this is currently the Cold War, there is obviously still uh, some conflicts going on at this point. Uh, Let me bring up my map. Uh, So Vietnam is an interesting thing because I'm just thinking because this is 1970. So naturally, and it is Western focused. So uh, Vietnam is kind of a non-issue for a majority of things because that essentially is a France issue, and maybe, I don't know, Australia? Oh, that's right, so the United States never stepped in. The United in States and... doesn't give a shit about Vietnam, because uh, they have, uh, essentially, the United States is currently focused on uh, uprisings in uh, probably Manisolas, or they're, they're, they have uh, their sites either in, like, Life's Canopy or Manisolas at this point. Okay. Uh, maybe in the Vibianca region, but yeah. So Vietnam specifically is primarily a France and Britain issue. Uh, maybe U.S. slightly supports it, but they're not. They're not pulling the same push that obviously they did here. Um, the major kind of proxy war thing going on is the uh, War of the Heavens Harf region, which is Marsh Nord, Vibianca, and Monticellus. Uh, eventually those three countries were kind of united under a current or a kind of a council. Uh, that council is disbanded and various due to kind of influence from various other regions. March Nord is going more to the red side. Montesol is going for the blue. And then Via Bianca is having a fun time picking between the three. In uh, there specifically, and this actually might tie into another question I know we were discussing uh, it is either, well, do they become more of a Marxist communist country? Because uh, they were already a communal-ish uh, country, kind of the same way that Bear was. Uh, do they, you know, kind of ally themselves with the Japanese and kind of take on a more capitalist kind of thing? Or alternatively, because I kind of feel that the... the so, by Bianca and Moonbeacon technically still had... Technic on a technicality, they were still uh historically theocratic countries, uh of a um not so much a monotheistic religion of an animist religion. Uh so they were particularly their animist like religions. Um and at some point like they had started to become a little bit more secular, so there it was a uh think Iran pre-revolution ah, so the united states and britain fucked them yes so they're currently in the state of that's collapsing and are they become are they going to essentially the major faction that is going to kind of deny the other two is a basically let's go back to being more non-secular essentially the secular like that faction is essentially dead so they're having a fun time figuring out what's going on there. Uh, there is some effort to try and restore that faction, but right now it is looking like they are not winning. Uh, the, oh still, still in Valle Bianca, the it is the hey, let's go to 
like the more traditionalists or green side is winning. But yeah, there's still currently conflicts about that. Um, Let's see. Aren't that in like where you would have like a like alliance like or where where there's like when two factions rub against each other country like wise like Moonbeacon in particular has some little skirmishes here and there. Uh, Baby border skirmishes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the. I think at that point maybe the major kind of let's say wars at that point. Um, I think we might have mentioned the troubles are still going on. Yay! Uh, there is nothing that was going to stop that because Britain and Ireland or or the UK and Ireland are still there. Ireland is good. England England is still there. And England and Ireland are doing England and Ireland things. Uh, I guess like you had still fun things of inter like countries intervening with each other. Like you do. Same as it ever was. Uh, fun CIA KGB stuff. Hell yeah. Okay, when was MK Ultra? 1960 to like 19. Oh. Like, let me look again for exact dates, but MK Ultra lasted a lot longer than you would think. Uh, I would say that probably was happening. Except in this case, testing the limits of magic. halted oh. in 1973. Oh yeah, ooh, ooh, that's right. It started in the fifties. So yeah. Yeah. So this this would have been more testing the limits of magic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, Which, rem- nothing good can come from that. Also, a, a key point on that, also to remember, uh, is this is also a world that has not seen a nuclear strike yet. Oh right. Oh. Nuclear weapons exist. No one has used them yet. I just I look forward to MK Ultra giving us Akira somehow. Uh. Yeah, because like the problem is magic and psychics are real here. Yes. Um. Yeah, that's that's fun things. I'm trying to think what else was going on in the 70s at this point. Um, I would imagine that. Well, so the thing is, uh, Sun's Bounty, which is the U.S.'s southern like neighbor in this universe, uh, would be a lot less. Uh, they were not as screwed over as Mexico was. Uh, so they can actually fight back and they have been actively itching for a fight. So they haven't been poking around as much. Uh, the other two, like they probably have been poking around in other areas. Um, oh, let's see. Yeah, I think that's kind of, uh, I'd imagine in like in the Japanese controlled areas, you probably have some fun activities from the JRA. Is they're still active? Oh. Yay! Oh no! Oh man! Imperial fucking Japan dealing with the JRA must be a beautiful thing. Uh, you also uh to fully come out with the list because they were also I believe allies. Uh, the Red Army or the oh I forgot what the Bader Meinhof group is. It's something Red Army, but the German group they're active. Uh, because Germany is more. Because essentially with Germany, they didn't uh, their history. Essentially, they kind of uh, due to Kaiser Wilhelm never taking power. Uh, they kind of skipped the fascist era and went straight into the current federal Repu- or whatever, like federal republic, I guess, is technically what they're what the technical term for what their current state is, uh, because essentially one of their former or basically Kaiser Wilhelm's son or not son father who was pre was there's a lot of speculation about him. I want to say it's Wilhelm or it's Frederick the third, I think was him. Uh, He was primarily much more liberal than uh, his father. So what happened there essentially is due to the fact that tried a lot of liberal liberal policies that kind of collapsed. Uh, They essentially went straight into uh, during the 30s. Uh, They kind of had the Spartacus Revolution kind of thing going on there. Uh, They had their fun 30s moment with like everyone else did and essentially kind of turned into what they are now. Yeah, I was going to ask, you you said uh, Wilhelm II didn't reach power? 
uh, he he. So essentially, he was he was. I want to say he was on the throne for like, or he was like in power for like sixty days, and then he had a stroke. Okay, like he he ended up dying. I then think. What happened to Otto von Bismarck? Uh, Otto von Bismarck got shot in this universe. Then what happened to the unification of Germany? Yeah. Uh, because that wouldn't have happened. Uh, well. Or did he get shot right after, like, basically unifying Germany? And then... He got shot in a very convenient for me time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say either this is why if I had the time and this was my primary thing, I would scrub all actual names from this and come up with something else. <laughs> so what you're saying is we if in the event that we we end up doing a cease a another project like this at a, some other point you're just never going to like this is they can be similar <laughs> but not the actual thing oh look at this my my fictional country of Germany yes <laughs> yes my OCs my original countries <laughs> uh, this the conveniently oh unified and let's, let's do alternate history in a way that doesn't take me 7,000 hours to come up with stuff <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Colombia. Not America. Colombia. Yes. Not that Colombia. But yes. Uh, trying to think what else. Um, as we've kind of established, Nixon's current president. Ugh. Uh, Reagan's currently the governor of California. Ugh. Is this before have the Black Panthers? When do we thing? assassinate Reagan? Uh, I mean, yes, but... Have the, the Black Panthers another thing and got the gun laws in for California yet, or is that still? Uh, so, ten, so technically, because I think that was late sixties when that happened. Uh, so, if they are still active at this point, because uh, also the thing now is, uh, Seed Bear has been a little, uh, let's say, friendly with them, kind of crossing the border. Because technically they've already actually that has been established actually in a mission already. Yeah, that's right. I forgot we did we did say, yeah, Black Panthers. Just kid over here. Nice and Fred Hampton might still be alive, actually. Yeah, we did it. Uh but yes. That's probably still happening. Uh now, uh actually one thing that I was thinking, because we were wanting to talk about uh religious power, I guess at this point. Um I do know that if we're just specifically talking about the seed bearer, like the Catholic Church would probably be about as powerful or has much of an influence as it currently does or at, that it did in the U.S. at that point. Uh, seed bearer has basically told them to go away uh, because they are not dealing with uh, any of their school bullshit. Uh, and if anything, they might have... Uh, intervened in Nova Britannia with, you know, the fun stuff that's getting unearthed in Canada right now. Yeah! Uh, they yeah. might have intervened on that. <laughs> Say, I, no, you I cannot do that. Shook that they would intervene on that. Um, it, and I do know that, see, uh, part of the thing with Seabear is that they have uh, had deals with local, uh, like, the leaders of tribes that would be still up in like uh, like in particular caribou, like of the uh, natives to Nova Britannia, like those tribes, they have had deals with them that they basically have free passage into the country. Makes sense. So as I, hey, you're kind of you're kind of in a rough deal and you also might have been part of this tribe, if not for weird th or you might have been part of this at this point, but due to political regions, might have, that kind of gotten there, but you you are welcome here. Did I misspell beer? No, I didn't. Okay. I was looking at Sea Baron for some reason. I just, for some reason, that word, I just thought I misspelled it. Um, but no, they, there's that. Um, Seed Bear, I haven't really thought exactly what the most, like, they, I would imagine, had, I don't know if a religion's the right word, but they had, like, uh, kind of like how with the Iroquois, a large like part of that uh, that like the the mythos behind of the uh, Iroquois. We're well, not even mythos. The history of it, 
Uh, they have a large uh, respect for the great law of peace there. Seabear kind of has something similar where they have a uh, basically the law of the land uh, that was maybe originally religious, that that is still kind of a core of the country. Although when I say religious, it is technically of a religion, although it is more of a, I would say more of a discipline than a religion. Uh, As your consultant, I was going to say, this is probably something that we're just going to say this, this thing that results from the, of a living or a living group is just, yes, this is still there, but we can't comment on it because. Yes, it is a, it is a, it is a thing that again, I, I, I do not looks at hands, have the good. I, I need to think about that, but yes, there is that. Um, uh, like I'd imagine, like, I would imagine the Christianity did not permeate, like, I'm sure it's still there, but it is definitely not like a major, like, I would not call it a major because also uh, they would probably not like a large majority of, like, how Seabear, like, it is a fairly, I don't want to use the term progressive because it's just they were already pretty open with a lot of things that Christianity may not, might not be open with. Uh, like in per turn, in like in terms of like say gender so, and stuff like that. And so, go ahead. And to be fair, that you could probably find forms of Protestantism that like are more in line, or just yeah, general it, offshoots. Yeah. Uh. Yes. But, but it's like, not. Are you talking in in terms of Catholicism proper and and the papacy? Uh, yeah, the Catholicism probably does not have a major input, but there might be like uh like Protestant groups that still what? exist. What about the Mormons? Uh, the Mormons, uh... Oh god, that's right, because the Seed Bear region is right in the middle of... So, also looking... Con- so, I think Utah technically is still part of the U.S.? Yes, uh, given the weird U-shape. Yeah. Uh, I don't know... Like, in terms of... Like, I don't think they would specifically get in trouble for their lifestyle there. Like, I know they wouldn't get in trouble for, like... Uh, actually, I mean, yes, the, they the would. The issue is Mormon missions. Uh, Mormon <laughs> missions. Uh, if they try to, like, forcefully, like, try and convert a section, basically, they, if they were told to go away and they didn't, there would be major trouble. Because, yeah, that's that's the problem with Mormons specifically, is the missionaries. Yeah, yeah, they probably like, they probably would not be happy because in the whole thing about of like saying, oh, if they're told to go away and they did it, it's like, no, they, they'd be screwed. They did. They, they won't. <laughs> I I've l- r- seen podcasts about Mormon history. They did it. Yeah, no, they they would be uh, either forcefully exiled or they would be uh, othered. The Mormon crackdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that happened in that happened. Let me it tell you did. About that, that happened in Missouri. Like there was, <laughs> there were so many times that the l- literal state of Missouri went to war against the Mormons because the Mormons also had their own like army that they had, and was it was wild. So one thing that uh, actually speaking of that, because I think it might be uh, relevant here, because I think this might actually come up in a. Actually, this might have technically have already come up, but um, it actually going forward definitely will come up. Uh, so one thing that I was thinking about for the sea bear thing is that uh, when it comes to because they are trying to reform essentially crime stuff, like they are trying to they are more rehabilitate, like they are more rehabilitation of like if someone commits a crime, it's like they are very much of a restorative, not a uh uh, yes, with one exception, which is if you try and do a crime as a member of an organization. Uh, so if you like say because I basically there was like a major political upheaval around the 40s uh, where uh, they had like a like they had an army, they had a police force like that was like, say, traditional at that time, but got maybe a little corrupt. Uh, and there was a popular 
not like there was a like, hey, these suck. We need to find, kind of rethink how we do things, which is where like the which is where D pass comes from, which is where the other departmentalized and how they're trying not to have like have a police force that's less a police force and more of a hey we're here if you need help and less of a that kind of thing like a i forgot what the term is but like the based organization yes trying to go more that route uh however at the time they were still dealing with some organized crime problems so they had to think we're basically we now classify crime based on the intent of how they were committed Whereas, like, say, if you just did a like a personal crime for some personal reason, you will have a different outcome than say, hey, you did this for on behalf of a hate group or on or like on behalf of like Cygnus or on behalf of uh, a mafia group. Then you are basically attacking like one organization attacking the council as a total, which is a warlike group action. Oh, you should did. So you're saying that they take if you're acting as part of a group that you're committing an act of war against the entire country? Yes. Lolo, that's impressively like that's God. Welcome. Lolo, okay, the, but then what happens is, to spies? Yeah, Lolo. This is inter this is really interesting. But I just this it brings up implications of things that are Because what about foreign actors? Yeah. Uh because then well, you'll be declaring war on another nation, which is yeah. a bigger. <laughs> so let's just, like I would imagine that there would be a hey, we'll we'll let this slide so that we're not constantly in a state of war. As a hey, we know this is going to happen. We'll play it stupid. But let's just say it might give us some incentive on doing other things. Uh, but uh, in regards to spies, probably not. But if you're like say hey, you are a, let's say you are a, like, a, mo like, part of a mafia group. Like, no, you get, like, the, that's when the bad stuff happens. <laughs> that is, like, they, they don't really have, like, they're, like, that is the, hey, we're trying to get rid of jails, but there are some cases where it's a, oh, you are now a prisoner for war. <laughs> but, yes. Like, yeah, that's, that has implications that we need to discuss. You need to call Maybe it's not like finally that is a, it's time for the seed bearer untouchables. Yeah, that is essentially a thing of like, hey, if you are basically acting as a group that is trying to like terrorize the nation, like basically they are. It depends also upon what the group has done, because if it's like, oh, you are a citizen acting on behalf of your other fellow group, then that is still like a personal action. Uh, so it recognizes, like, hey, if you are a member of, like, the populace that is acting against, like, as a way that you did not have a proper outlet. Yeah, if you're doing if you're doing a revolt, like, or a, a protest or a riot, that's different than say. Uh, if you are a member of an organized group that is trying to defraud, like, trying to do a bad, like a very specific bad, like an extortion or like a racketeering. Seed bearer untouchables. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, there is the home card. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so yes, uh, I would imagine if you are a member of a like like a like an, especially an external religious group trying to force yourself among like the oh, local man. populace, you you are going to get the home guard after you. Just the image I... of the home guard gunning down the Mormons in my head. God. Uh, that is the, uh, oh, the Catholic Church tried to hide something. Uh, oh, like this local priest tried to do something. Well, this is okay, getting on fire. But, yeah, I was going to say the home guard doing fucking raids on churches and burning them is amazing. That's an image. Bad. Mad. We heard you touching kids, knock knock, motherfucker. Think fast. I mean, yes, that is yes. Oh man, that's got to be a fucking nightmare anytime you see the home guard. Like, well, that's the fun thing is that the home guard is like, because also there is the back bit that I think we covered when we were doing the the first one of Toby, which is basically just members of the. I need to bring up my 
I should have brought up my document that's because I have a document that's about uh what the term was for the it's, it's just like man normally we're good at handling things on a personal scale but the second you're part of an organized crime group or some sort of you know religious group or cover up boom gloves off rights gone you get gunned down baby it is something <laughs> something no matter no matter what state power state it powers. is the hey we are done with this bull it is basically the yes we want to clean up and we don't want like major okay, so, fractions so, to crack down against personal I, things but i was gonna say i figured it would be a case of they only actually properly bring in the home guard for raids but on an individual scale they, they try to handle it better yes like if you do like a small crime like well no no i'm talking about part of groups because there are people who could be you know roped into it for any number of reasons yeah and then have a like, better choice like yes it is more from a probably more from a like a from the prosecution angle of like hey this is where like sentencing would be that it gets more of a thing le less investigative okay but, but what about having one of the home guards stationed on a building away from a church sniping a goddamn priest they probably wouldn't do that specifically <laughs> Look, we haven't no. hit full. We haven't full Helsing yet, and we don't have the equivalent of Father Anderson showing up. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. There would just be raids. It's okay. Yeah, it is the thing of like, hey, we are going to like if we suspect that you are like like, oh, you are doing something in part, especially in particular if there's like uh human lives at stake, or like like if you're like like hoarding something, that's mostly fine. Like, this just, is when I, you are dealing with like abuse. I just like the image, just the idea of just the nickname for the home guard being the door knockers. <laughs> I'm trying to think of where where did I have this guy? I had a list of like all the different organizations of like essentially what is. But basically, their their big thing is targeting execs and higher ups rather than an individuals like smaller rank. The rank and file are handled on a more individual. Yes. Level, I'd assume so long as they don't put up a fight. Yeah, because like a majority, like I'm a like of D pass, like the only people that are armed are basically home guard, which are basically the military part that is basically there because we kind of got rid of our standing army. However, we're right next to North. Amer we're right next to yeah. America. So we need uh, they're, something. They're basically, yeah, the, the SDF. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are the SDF. They are. Okay, hold on there. Let's that is introduces a whole other set of problems, but yes, obviously, but yeah, no, I was trying to come up with an equivalent. Yeah, it is. They are. I would actually they're more of the um, like National Guard in terms of they technically carry weapons, but also it is mostly ceremonial and like the most of the ones that carry weapons like uh, Toby, for example, uh, basically carries his gun because he's out in nature. Some like he's out in a national park sometimes. It's literally meant for handling large animals. Yeah. 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 And, th and there is a I, I kind of imagine their philosophy of using weapons is similar to how GIGN basically because I was remember reading or a or listening to an interview with one of the things where basically the reason why they actually still used revolvers was because it was a yeah, this is a weapon that kind of sucks to use. And if you had to draw this, you you messed up. It's uh actually going into uh what is it? Disco Elysium. It's it's what I liked actually about Disco Elysium specific law enforcement is that their guns were unwieldy to use and took a lot of time to reload, specifically so you had to think about what you were shooting. Yeah. Like if for the people that carry, it is usually they are they're not handed like some machine guns. They're handed like this is a rifle that you need to make sure what you are aiming at. Where the hell is this document? I'll find it some point. Uh, but yes. Oh, here it is. Uh, let's see. Of course. Yes. Members of the Public Safety Agency, uh, which is kind of the major like organization that deals with, you know, uh, the departments that include, uh, let's see, actually, I had the list security. of security. Um, actually, from the, the lore here, 
Law, law enforcement in the CSCN does not follow the traditional model of policing, as no village or province in the CSCN has a police department, but instead has multiple separate departments tasked with in specialized tasks. Uh, while they are all enclosed under the public safety umbrella, they all have separate directors, and any negligent collusion between departments is explicitly or expressly prohibited. The CSN's fire department and healthcare providers are under the same umbrella. Some departments include uh, Department of Transportation Safety, Department of Public Health, Safe, or Public Health, uh, which is primary healthcare, uh, Department of Emergency Assistance, Fire and uh, in Urgent Medical Emergencies, Department of Criminal Investigation, does the actual investigation work, Department of Personal Assistance and Safety, which is DPAS. And Department of Animal Safety. So, yeah. Oh, man. It sounds like a bureaucratic nightmare. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, actually. Specifically, have... anytime anything needs to get forwarded between departments. Internally, so, I'm sure they function just fine. Uh, I, I would imagine. So, there is no, like, difference between federal and state. It is all federal. So, there is predetermined, like, hey, we know who is covering what. So you don't no, have no, the we know who's thing. covering one, but when like when things need to be forwarded between departments for, say, specific criminal investigations or when something has to move over to investigations because of. So essentially, I kind of figured that it is there is very little overlap. So it was designed specifically to that. It's like, hey, we know who is covering this case because all investigation is done by the same branch. There might be people with specialties, but for the most part. It's all the same branch. No, I meant in case something pops up in one branch that needs to be forwarded to another. Like, uh, say, if Toby's department comes across a murder and then has to move all information from that over to investigations. Well, I feel like they're still tight. Like, that is all able to be transferred between. Either way, either way. But yes. I very, actually, very little, little things. I did also have a note here. Uh, DPAS and DC, DPAS and DCI agents are given lethal armaments only under extremely rare circumstances. At most, DPAS officers may be given mace, although a utility knife is provided for in, uh, every agent, but that is primarily for utility use. Self-defense oriented martial art training is part of DPAS and DCI training. Should a, should a situation turn nasty. Uh, members of the home, or home Guard can choose to arm themselves with handguns should they meet the higher requirement of marksmanship and temperament needed. I forgot a word. But yes, it is very much a, yeah, technically they can carry guns, but it is also more of a liability because they also have to keep track of everything and, and, also, and, and also maintain, like, the ability to use it properly. And then since everything is a uh, volunteer army... Uh, not, yes. Ar not army, but like everything is D passes since is completely. There is no draft. Service. This is completely uh, voluntary. Oh, no. The martial art they learned was Hokuto Shinken. <laughs> it's probably judo. <laughs> it's probably judo or. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like it would be judo. It's the usual go to. Sure. Also, yeah, I forgot that this is also where I denoted what the legality of drugs in the CSCN or the CBR region is. Isn't it basically pretty much? The act of using drugs in itself and possession in a personal amount is completely legal within the CSN. However, distribution of intoxicant is heavily re regulated to facilities where they can be enjoyed safely. Home possession is legal, but heavily taxed. Okay. So, yes, possession is fine. You're probably not going to get in trouble, but... If you distribute to a group that's not supervised, you'll probably get in trouble. But like, hey, there's like safe injection points. There's safe. Like, hey, if you want to do something here, we'll keep an eye on and make sure nothing happens. Right. And also firearms possession. Yeah, because this is when we were dealing with the fun groups. Uh, so, yeah, there is that. Um, any other questions that come up? Uh, we did sort of mention religion but what are the the what is the general state of religion i guess so um especially with people that come from the uh uh the moon beacon and the heaven's hearth region uh animism or there is uh various branches of animism that is particularly popular uh i believe the term or the one that i know Rhapsody and Lomi follow is Benukian animism, which is named after like a particular person who came up with or who like came up with the 
foundations of the religion, which are pretty in terms of like, it's a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, trying to think of a term of how to describe it. Uh, it is very eco. A lot of the religions are basically like, Hey, don't harm the environment. Don't like, uh, don't be self-destructive. Don't be a drag man. Yeah. So like, I'm guessing it's a lot more less organized as we think of it and more something closer to like. There's some organization to it. Like there's definitely like. I'd imagine temples and like. Uh, yeah, I was saying more like organized in the sense of like something closer to like Hindu Hindu practices where it's like. You can go between two different villages that are 50, 50 miles apart and have wildly different interpretations and everything, but you can still see the general shape of things still being pretty much. Yeah, because there is like the kind of teaching or like kind of groups you'd seen in like by Bianca are different than the ones you see in Moonbeacon, but they're kind of similar. Maybe have different same similar structures and how they practice similar codas. And all that. Um, Just different sects. Yes, it's basically different sects. Um, That's kind of the major one that I think of. There probably is other regional religions that uh, are in the, hey, I have not been able to think about this quite yet. Okay, that's something to shelf for another time then. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. That's the main one because, well, we're actually running into people that observe that. Uh, I'm just trying to think of like the people that are in like you have come across. Um, like I would say like like definitely thinking of like Lila is an interesting case because like with her parentage where her father is Catholic or uh, and her mother is I would imagine Hindu because uh, she is actual she is Indian. So I, I, I definitely imagine her as a lapsed Catholic. Uh, trying to think of the other ones. The other ones I can't really think of much religion-wise, uh, because either they don't know their past or just weren't really religious. I'd imagine Radia probably had some Catholic, or like probably had some Christian upbringing. So I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, Nigeria is primarily Christian. Although I know, well, that's a actually I shouldn't say that because that is another fun thing that's happening recently um because i know there is a that is one where there is a i think it might be starting to shift whether or not muslim or christianity is kind of getting majority there let's look it up so i want to say there was actually a recent thing there that there is a there are some incidents in terms of treatment of muslims there but I want to oh. say when I was looking it up, it was primarily Christian. Uh, from a survey in, according to the, based on 2028, okay, here we go. Based on a survey, a Pew Research Estimate survey from 2020, Islam is 51.1%, Christianity is 46.9, with 1% being, 1.5% being traditional slash other faiths. Yeah, I also want to say that now that I think about it, I believe that is also a dependent upon what part of the country you're from. Yes. And that she was from Lagos, which I believe when I looked up the general uh, like consensus there, I believe that was a majority Christian, but I could be wrong. That's but her, but also my- in the long scheme of things, I'd imagine she probably she's not practicing. Yeah. But as, yeah, as a as a very split based on the individual states of Nigeria you're from. Yes. So I'd imagine she'd had some sort of religious upbringing, but she is not practicing. Because uh, that kind of covers Rapsi Lomi Radia. Bibli is, uh, that is a who knows state. Uh, Lila. Theron, I'd imagine Theron is atheist. Uh, and then Cass is again a I don't know. And then of like the other people you've come across has to be more like agnostic at best. I don't think he thinks about it. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, in that case, that, he is agnostic. Yeah. That's still considered agnostic. If you don't ever like consider it. Um, just trying to think like, I'd imagine Toby is probably I Toby's father is a, 
is a practicing uh his thing was basically like i know his father was a religious man of some sort i haven't quite fully determined which kind uh i'm just trying to go through my head the other like i know we've talked about in the past because i was trying to think because um the person who had the secretary that the magazine guy uh, except just trying to think of him because i know we had talked in the past that while technically the Aztec group or like Aztec technically still existed because it was able to kind of like live its life. Obviously, there are still like ties to like probably older religions, but they don't like practice. They're not sacrificing people's hearts is what. You're yes. Saying. Yes, they're they have it, it has gone through shifts over time. But I imagine there is, as far as I can tell, there was nothing that causes like a major shift. There might might have been a natural like population, like thoughts shift. But it wasn't like a, hey, you are now Christian. Uh, and that's kind of the ones that I can think of. Like, obviously, Judaism exists, like Muslim faith exists. Uh, the state of those two are... Let's just call it, give let's just say a question mark <laughs> because we have not really discussed what happened in those regions. I'd imagine there's still probably some influence in northern Africa, but I would imagine that I don't know. I hadn't really thought about that. And that is a question that uh I would need consulting on, for lack of a better term. Uh so yeah, I think that's probably what I was thinking of for religion. Uh that's all I can think of for this session. You got anything else you can think of, Torpid? Not off the top of my head, no. All right. Well, I guess with that, that's kind of what I can think for basic current events, uh, at least in terms of a political stance. Oh, I did. A, I forgot. Say so we what is what is like the seed bear you mentioned? It's all like one. It is one federalized state. But so yes. like, is there a head of state in the same way of like a prime minister? Or is so it more? there is. Uh, there is actually a uh, because I always found the concept fascinating. Uh, it is actually a tr it's it's not called the triumvirate, but it is essentially it is a multi head of state country. Uh, I would imagine probably three or four heads of state. I haven't really decided because it has not come up yet. But essentially, it is a there is not a singular head of state, but there is a mini like a. Like, hey, we need a figurehead to kind of solve. Like, we need a a singular point so that if we're having stu we're stuck on something, we need like a tiebreaker or we need a representative. So there is a, okay. I would imagine a odd number, so probably three or five. But yes, uh, because due to I'd imagine it would be a like a council like of representing of various the various states that this kind of became that basically it probably might be one from each tribe that they act as a council. All right. Makes sense. I have not fully figured out how I'd want to do that because it's a lot less of a, um, I kind of feel like the seed bear is a lot less, not so much that it doesn't have representatives, but it's not done in a way of like, you can elect like, it's You're not it's not a rep like you don't have like, oh, this is my legislator. It is. Hey, the people who make the laws are like it, you are dedicated to making the laws and that there is a different group that is responsible for like I haven't quite fully out figured out yet because I'd imagine it's less of a the people who make like it is if you want to like make a law, you would need to one the law comes from someone who works in law. So it is not just a, hey, anyone can become this thing. Technically, you're not like guarded from it, but you need to be in this profession. And it's a lot of, hey, the people who are responsible for making laws are people who work in law. The people who are responsible for like acts of war are people who are like responsible or like basically soldiers and all that. So it's a lot less of a like parliament it is a lot more of a, I don't know if it's the best way to describe it, but there's that. It is the kind of thing that is fun to try and describe when all you've had this in is just in your head. 
Yeah, because that brings up a question of like, okay, if that does seem like it kind of has a self-selection problem in terms of like, of like how if your people don't, like I'm not saying the whole election, they're all part of like a council Republicans or a Democratic Republic or like representatives making laws and such. It just seems one of those like if only people have edu a certain education and ability to get to law, make law. Well, make it's it's. There is like an aspect of like, hey, if the populace thinks that there should be something, it is when you are coming up with writing the law that you basically go to them. Oh, OK. So like it's the populace can sense things. And if there's a, enough of an overswell, things can happen. It's more of just you go to law writing person to actually write the here's yeah, how this works. So like the person who would be in like the person in quote unquote in parliament like, or for lack of a better, whatever the term would be, uh, isn't just, hey, I'm elected based on, there is no person to have a beer with. It is all just people who are professional in that kind of thing. Like, it is not just the president is whoever we feel like it. It is, you kind of become this thing because you were, there is like a sense of, like, people who are trained to do things are the ones who do things, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And definitely it's something I'd like would have to have more discussion just to get a better idea of but I think this is for the sc scope of this we can probably leave it there for now yeah yeah probably this we we already yeah I think it's probably a good enough discussion for a single one of these because I'm sure this is not going to be the last but um yeah I I think uh that was a good session so I guess with that uh thank you all for listening Right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola DePozlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me or from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola DePozlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retrorank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.